Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by StrikeForceEnergy.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. Welcome to Drinking Bros. This week, Jared Taylor and I are actually live from Los Angeles. And we thought we'd uh, call some of our favorite actors from some of our favorite films get them on the show and just kind of learn about their life, about their career, and uh, hear some interesting fucking stories that, that nobody really gets to hear. Uh, tonight's guest is Alana Eubach. You might know her from Waiting. She was the girl who uh, flashed her bush. Um, you might know her from All the Legally Blondes, playing uh, Reese Witherspoon's best friend. Uh, you might know her from Meet the Fuckers. She was Ben Stiller's maid who took his virginity. Uh, currently, she is on a girlfriend's guide to divorce on Bravo, which uh, I'm sure a ton of ladies in the audience watch week after week. Um, but she's one of our favorites. She's absolutely fucking hilarious, and uh, she starred in fuck close to a hundred films, uh, including movies with Johnny Depp and uh, and fucking Reese Witherspoon. Jesus, man, um, it's. It, a phenomenal career, and she's a really, really funny chick. Uh, so she's she's up next. But first, as you know, we have some sponsors who pay for this fucking show to be on the air and pay for Jared and I to be sharing an Airbnb in Los Angeles. Uh, first up, we've got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Wow, kids. They are in 7-Elevens across the nation now. Uh, they've got a store locator on their page. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Check out the stores they're in. And they've got all the flavors, and, and they're in a lot of 7-Elevens. And if you want to see them in a 7-Eleven near you, just walk in, ask for the manager, tell them you want some Strike Force Energy in there, and then you'll buy the shit out. They've got four flavors. They've got Make America Grape Again. They've got Orange. They've got Lemon. And they've got Original. They've also got a 750-milliliter bottle. It sits on your counter or your bar, so you can, you can pop a couple squirts in. Boom, boom. And uh, go on your way. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. It's time to kick the can, kids. Everybody's fucking doing it. Order some Strikeforce. Have it delivered to your house. They've got a subscription of the Month Club, which we all have. Um, and they ship everywhere in the entire world, so there's no excuse. Wherever you are, they'll find you. Antarctica, in your fucking face. They'll be there. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code Bros for 20% off. Again, it's StrikeForceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code Bros for 20% off. Next up, we've got GhostBed.com. Sleep so good, it's scary. Uh, one of the finest mattresses ever made. It, look, it's, it's, it's the finest mattress I've ever had in my, my entire goddamn life. And that's like, I'm actually not lying about that. Um, we all got some to start off the, uh, the, the sponsorship. And uh, fuck, man, I ended up buying another one. Jared bought another one. And and so so did Matt. Matt bought like nine pillows too, um, because the the pillows are fucking amazing. You'll see a lot of people trying to copy them. Uh, the mattresses are, are shipped right to your house, which is fucking incredible. You you don't even have to go into the store anymore. Um, you pop them out of the box, they flip right open, and uh, you, literally, it's it's the finest fucking sleep you'll ever have. Uh, I just, I, I got out of that Airbnb and I was like, Jesus Christ, just get me back on a fucking ghost bed again. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. You get two free pillows when you order and you get $50 off a mattress with the promo code drinking bros. 
Um, we're a big, big fan of them. So go to go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. They've also got a pay-as-you-go plan. I know a lot of people are like, hey, uh, I need a mattress. They're kind of pricey. These aren't that bad, but they've also got a pay-as-you-go plan, which is nice. Um, so go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Get yourself a fucking mattress and some pillars. Uh, it's well worth it. Well worth it. Um, next up, we've got warfightertobacco.com. Look, kids, they've been on the show for a long time, so you know what they do. You know that they bring the finest quality cigars on the planet right to your fucking mouth. Um, they, those guys, Scott Jansen, the boys, are really doing the goddamn thing. They're 100% combat veteran-owned. If you, if you don't got them, go get them and smoke them. Uh, they're great. They're, look, they're great for any occasion. Look, I, last show I said they're good for an abortion. That's true. That's true. But they're also good for celebrating the birth of a baby. So go to warfightertobacco.com and, uh, and, su- and support the show. Um, again, Rocco's one of the co-owners, and uh, they're all 100%, 100% combat veteran-owned. They've, they've got a fine line of drinking bros cigars. Also, if you want to see them in, in cigar stores near you, again, same thing with Strikeforce. Just go in and ask them. Tell them, and then email Scott Jansen, the boys. They'll get the fucking... Look at the goddamn Warfighter tobacco cigars in, in the stores. Uh, they've also got some sweet, sweet teas there. Big fan of uh, warfightertobacco.com. Use the promo code DRINKINBROS for 10% off. Um, can't say a nice, a nice enough things about them. Is that a word? A nice? Nah, not even close. Not even close. Can't say enough good things about them. Either way, a nice enough. Um, look, you're getting magic in a fucking box. So celebrate yourself. Celebrate your life. Um, last up, it's, it's look, Thanksgiving and Christmas time is right around the bend. Go pick up a copy of A Night She Cries While He Rides His Steed, the first ever romance novel for dudes. I wrote it. The genius, the messiah, uh, the man with the, the elephant dick. Um, it's the funniest book you'll ever read. If you like... Uh, if you like Hot Shots Part Two, not the first one, but the second one, um, or you like Blazing Saddles or fucking, you know, all that crazy shit, it's the funniest book ever written by Ross Master Antonio Orenthal James Patterson. Um, it's also on audible.com. Funniest audiobook of all goddamn time. Uh, with that, kids, we are done with the sponsors. Um, enjoy the show. Enjoy, uh, enjoy Alana Ubach. She's great. So this was this show has gotten so big that we filmed a live tour over the summer as a movie. Comes out at Thanksgiving. Oh my god, you guys! I know. Yeah, Come I know. On. you ready? Now you're on. I'm you're so gonna ex- be right on the show right as this thing drops. Oh, right, right as this is coming out. I'm yeah. so fucking excited. I know. Uh, we have. By the way, that, that sweet, lovely voice you hear is Alana Ubach. Um, one of the best. You're my favorite comedy actress of all time. By the way, are you kidding me? That's serious. That I mean, me I've said this. I've said this forever. I would I put you in everything that I possibly could have. Ross, I fucking love you. He and I had the, had. I I I had the. Um, 
Yes, I was. I was honored to be working with Ross in a movie that was called Helen Keller versus Nightwolves. You're welcome. Yes, and that yes, is that's where right. I met her. But Stuntman is yes. where we met. Stuntman is where we met. And we did. Yes, that's right. We did. It was. A, it was a movie called Stuntman. It was a bunch of celebrities in it, and there was a there was a role. Oh, there was two roles open. Yeah. And I went in for a table read and crushed, and they were like, "Hey." We want you to do this because you improv it and, I still and went away with a script. Oh my God. I, Nona Ryder, I haven't right? seen it. No, no. No, that's Darwin Awards. Oh, okay. another movie, Darwin Awards. I've not but, seen But anyway, so I, I, there was another role left and they were like, hey, is there anybody that can improv like you? And I was like, actually, there's this one girl for 10 years that everybody's like, dude, you guys are like fucking besties, cousins. You got to get her as Lana Yubak. And I was like, all right, great. So I told this director, I was like, hey, get Alana Yubak. Everybody said she's fucking the funniest girl on the planet. And I wanted to work with her. So I, the day you came on a set, I didn't have a scene with you. I stayed and watched your scenes. And I was like, oh, my God. She's as brilliant as, oh, dude, as I heard. Dude, I, 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 um, I, I loved your improvisation in this one scene where basically what happens is uh, Stuntman is about all these stuntmen. It's like, almost like a, like a mockumentary. Stuntman in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Stuntman in Hollywood. Is this out? Yeah, does uh, this exist? I need to see it. It's, it's, not, really it's fun. not that great. It's not great, but but it's it's such a cute it concept. You too. It could have been, yeah. yeah. Well, Ross, of course, you know, he had the opportunity of improvising. And so, and there, there, basically what happens in the scene is there's an award show going on for stuntmen. And Ross's character, of course, he's this like cowboy, really, you know, here's my dick, you know, large and in charge balls. Yes. And, yes. and he, um, he doesn't win the award. But basically, the guy who's winning the award says, you know, I'm, I, I really just want to give a shout out to my friend. And if you have anything to say, and Ross gets up and he's like, take the girth of my cock and shove it up your ass. And he wasn't supposed to say that, but he had yeah. this giant cowboy hat on. I thought he was the funniest <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> and then I walked out of the room. Met. I flicked off everybody in the oh room and walked out. Just walked, was so, and this wasn't was in the script or anything. No, you know, no, I, nowhere near Do you have it. anything to say? I, I just, you know what? I, I completely and totally respond to people that have the embarrassment chip missing in their brain. It's perfect. And yeah. there's nothing, you, you, people like you, Mr. Ross, every like 25 years and and that's it this you know, is you were swimming in your dad's balls at one time and you, you were born and people like him come every 25 this years this is our key it's this like is Haley's our key comment the, man yeah. kevin game this is our key to the kevin game this what's, what, one what's key to the kevin tell her, who, who's kevin key? tell who's her kevin? yeah okay so the, we've come up with a game and no one has done it yet okay it's called drink every time you see a you Kevin Hart. Kevin. It, no. Fuck you, Kevin. Yes. So you're leaving the airport, and as you're walking out of security, and you pass TSA where people are stuck in line. Fuck you, Kevin. You pick one person in that, and you unload on them. Like, oh, fuck I guess you, this Kevin. is it. Oh, I guess you're flying back to San Francisco to be with that whore, motherfucker. I guess it wasn't enough that I licked your fucking ass all the other night. Yeah. I thought that would have sealed that deal between us. And then you're just like, fuck you, Kevin. And you bounce. Yeah, you bounce. Oh, like, my God. And, and you, get, one you get one person, person to film it. Yeah. Like, and they're know, stuck. They're, they're stuck, stuck in the line. TSA line, like, and it's just like, oh, like everybody's uh, looking uh. at them. You just single them out. That's our like, dream: is to film that yes. once, ruin this guy's entire <laughs> flight, his it's whole experience. Fuck you, Kevin. And then you walk out because if you film it on a phone, they'll never know. Oh yeah. my god, and that's it's just so good. You, just, Kevin. It's it would just go like, viral. Hey. Oh, fuck, fuck yeah. you, Kevin. Fuck you, that's Kevin. That's so good. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I, I I used to do. We would never fall through with it when I was a little kid. But like when I'd be coming out. 
And, you know, people have the, obviously, like, chauffeurs have the signs out. That, yeah. You know, this is for Mr. McConnell. Mr. Thompson. Mr. Thompson. Yeah. And then you and I are walking out. I'm like, Mr. Thompson, it was so nice to meet you. Take care. And then you just leave with that fucker. Yeah. And he's like, are you Mr. Thompson? Yeah, Mr. Thompson. Then you just, you just go you ahead just, and you, you just have bounce a free on ride that. home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's wrong. They gave you that address? No. Oh, my God. No, that's my office's address. You're actually going to McCaden Place. So... That was fantastic. <laughs> you got a free ride home. When That's I how went you do to it. Costa Rica, there was a guy with a sign that said Lord Hot Dog. Oh, Lord, yeah. Oh, that's, that's so good. That's his nickname. That's, that's his so nickname is, is Lord, Lord Hot Dog. Hot He's dog. a big hot dog I'm eating guy. Hot dog guy. Mm. Big dog Did Ross tell you to bring hot dogs? No, I brought because chorizo, though. We were talking, oh, yeah, chorizo. We spicier girl. Oh. Mm. We were talking about that. I said, you could have called her and told her to bring dogs. Yeah. Oh, and it's like, dude, we're not, yeah. we're not bringing hot dogs to, we're not bringing hot dogs over. He's had enough I hot could've. dogs. He's had enough hot dogs in his life. There's just not enough hot dogs. Well, you guys yeah, are like a block north of Hollywood Boulevard. I'm sure you've had your fill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not yet. I had McDonald's. Phil, Phil. Yeah, he had McDonald's, but he's, he's getting he's getting dicked later. I mean, uh, I, had a, mm. I, had a, I had a I had a, a light McDonald's. You Good know, for you. Yeah, very light, very light. Yeah. Um, by the way, kids, um, our, it, it, Alana is one of our favorite actresses. You might know her from uh, Waiting. Uh, all of the Legally Blondes. Uh, yeah, but Waiting, right. she flashes full bush. Full bush. Yeah, I do. Um, That's full bush Waiting. Meet the Fockers. Yes. Uh, Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. Yeah. Uh, you're. Is that? Is it over yet? Has it ended? It, or? it has ended. Yes. Uh, we have. You know, have the, you had the a last true divorce? What? Have What's you ever had a real divorce? I have not had a real oh, divorce. I'm on two, so. Oh, good for you. Good for you, Liz Taylor with a cock. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Um, no, I, I uh, yeah, I was, Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce came to an end. We found out that the series would be coming to an end, but the last season still hasn't aired, and I think it's going to be airing in January of 2018, so yes. there you go. Because you guys shot back-to-back two seasons, right? Yeah, back-to-back yeah. two seasons. Actually, yeah, we went up to season five. Yeah. So it was yeah. a good run. Long you time. Last, if you cried, man. Three you, years. You in replaced Janine uh, Garofalo. I did. I replaced her. She was not happy on the show. She left, and I was like, "I'll You're take your sloppy seconds." Yeah. I'm not, I, You're better I, than her. Well, I know dumbass. Been, take you should have been in Wet Hot American Summer. Why not? Yeah. I'll you would have been it. way better. I mean, look, I'm shorter. Janine's sour. I'm more brunette. No, we'll, we'll, we'll get She's into Alana's career because, like, with you personally. You are so funny, and you change roles so much. You also Thanks, do man. a bunch of voiceovers in I do. everything in their mother. You were in, uh, the what was the one with Johnny Depp, Rango? Rango, I'm coming out in Coco, which comes out the same day as your movie uh, on, on Thanksgiving, Coco. Coco's yeah. coming out. The Pixar out. film, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really fun. She does a ton of voiceovers. Um, How was super- that? It was amazing. I mean, what's really wild is that, that you know, Pixar is... They're very, um, I mean, it's like the Pentagon. Did you go to you go San Francisco to, to the, for that? Yeah, I, I oh, went to San Francisco. Geez, it's like you go the to the headquarters, Oakland. Wild, man. Actually, I got my start with somebody from Pixar. Really? Absolutely. It was a guy that was in charge of security at Pixar, and he got the Apple discount for 25% off. And when I got my first bonus, he said, hey, I'll give you my 25% off. Buy the best computer you can. What a buy. sweet guy! Yeah, come on. I mean, that's because where I Jared, started. J- Jared has blown up from. Never been a, he made his own videos. Ed, edits his own videos. Like, yeah. Um, no way. Yeah, yeah. There's sketches. By the way, there's sketches online. You haven't had one under 10 million views. And are you fucking kidding oh, me, they, man? They, hey, they've got one that's 48 million. What? Yeah. No, we have a 60. I didn't 66. know 48 million oh, people yeah, 60, exist. 60, 66. I know. Yeah. I mean, where have I been? I'm in. I'm in a goldfish bowl. You're in a bubble. It's you're in a bubble. Um, but. You you look you you've always been one of my favorites. I'm surprised we've had this conversation before about Saturday Night Live. 
Oh, God. I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't get Saturday Night Live. I'll tell you the story. But you have an interesting story about it. It's yeah. a great story. Um, I was uh, dating a, a guy at the time. <laughs> we know who he is. Oh, uh, we do. Dude? Yeah. And, uh, definitely and he was a like, dude. He was, he was a comedian, and he said, Alana, you've got to get it. Saturday Night Live. They're having, they're, they're um, interviewing people all over again. And I said, really? And he's like, yeah, you should, you should do a tape. And I said, okay. So I basically, I went out. And uh, and I I had a wig made that was half Angelina Jolie, half Jennifer Aniston, and I had my friend film us basically Jennifer Aniston and Angelina Jolie having a fight with each other. So I was half one person, <laughs> then I'd turn and then I'd be the other person. So that was really fun. And and then I was Dora the Hora the Ex- Dora the Hora Explorer. You know this one eight hundred number that you call what Dora the Hora Explorer. And so <laughs> I, I had this t- funny little like you know funny little Dora Explorer wig uh, done. It was all about funny wigs. And then the uh, the other one was um, I don't know just bits and pieces of characters from my one woman show that I did called Patriotic Bitch. So I superimposed those, sent over the video, and of course my boyfriend at the time knew everything about SNL, and he was like, "Listen, Lauren Michaels loves the Rolling Stones, so please." have, you know, Lawrence, Rolling Stone music coming up the moment, you know, it says Alana Eubach, and then you can show the real. Well, obviously, Marcy Klein really did respond to it, and I get a phone call saying, we want to fly you up, and we want, to, we want you to audition for SNL. Now, for SNL, you basically have to have, like, you know, it's, it's got to be, like, five, or, five to ten minutes of three original characters. Tough. Three original characters and three well-known characters that you have to come Impressions. up with. Impressions. Yep. Impressions. So I basically honed it. What did I, what did I do? I got a hold of like like the head administrator of of, uh, of Second City, and I said, "Hey man, I need you to. I'm, I'm going to pay you to help me make this hone this into like a mini one woman show, where you know one character sort of bleeds into the next, sort of bleeds into the next, and we'll have we'll have um, you know sound effects and all of that fun stuff with it." So I did, and I I had costumes, I had everything. I flew out. I probably rehearsed this like five minute thing about 70 times before finally going in. And they bring you in and there are absolutely no laughs when you walk in. Lauren Michaels, and I'm sure everyone else was there. And I I did everything. and, And I did the Angelina Jolie, Jennifer Aniston thing. I was finished. I bowed. I walked into this tiny little cubicle where you're sharing all of these tiny little dressing rooms with everyone else. And then I overheard Kristen Wiig at the time come out and say, was I nervous this time? And Marcy Klein said, no, you were great. You were great. And then Marcy Klein comes into my room and she says, wait here. And I thought, wait here. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. This is it. And, uh, And I sat there and there was a phone. And um, there was a phone in my dressing room and I could actually call someone. So I, 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 I called my mom and I was able to call outside nine and then dial a number. And, and she was like, hello. I was like, mom, mom, um, they, they, they want to keep me there here for, for SNL. She was like, what? And I said, yeah, I, I think they want to they, they, they just want to talk to me or something. She was like, well, well, you, you, you show them what you're made of, mija. And, and you do your thing. I was like, OK. And I sat there and I waited and they waited for Kristen Wiig to leave. This was her second audition because the feedback for her first audition was she was too nervous. Mm. And then she went in and she did it again. So I think she established a rapport with them. She had, she was sweet. She was humble. She got to know her well. So then Marcy Klein comes and knocks on my door and she was like, would you like a tour of the studio? I said, "Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd love a tour. So they <laughs> take me out and they showed me where, where the big, huge uh, uh, tower, the, the clock falls. And they showed me everything and they were all trying to talk to me. And I was in such shock that it was really hard for me to have a conversation with these people. I didn't know how to be because I was so... I was so obsessed with... In awe with, of all of... Yeah. Because the pictures are up on the walls. Yeah. Of every famous... Like Eddie Murphy, Chevy Chase, Bill Murray. <laughs> yes. And, and I'm, I'm so and used... And you're like, I could be one of oh, them. I could be one of I them. Be one of them. I, well, fuck you guys. I'm so used to auditioning. Yeah. And I'm so used to getting rejected that I thought, oh my God, they're going to want me to do it over again. And so I was in the mode of getting ready to do it over again. So I was in the mode of about to, to perform. Yeah. So as I was talking to them, I probably looked, you know, like a fucking idiot because I was just sort of going over everything again in my head because I thought they were going to say, could you do you that over again? Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and they didn't. They just wanted to meet me. And they said, listen, can you stay over the weekend because Lauren wants to meet you on Monday? And I said, absolutely. So for the entire weekend... I'm writing like different skits and ideas and stuff like that to pitch him. Finally, I show up on Monday and um, I, I get there at like maybe 12 noon and Lauren sees me at five in the afternoon. I'm, I'm five hours. Yes, you waited in the waiting I room. I waited five hours. I waited in the waiting room and I thought they're trying to test me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is cool. Bring it on. What'd you this do for cool. five hours? Um, Marcy Klein at one point brought me into the writer's room. Um, they gave her dirty looks when I walked in. She was like, oh, this is Alana, by the way. She wants to say hi. I was like, and they gave her dirty looks like, why the fuck are you coming in, you know, right, right. bothering us? We're doing our we're fucking coming, job. Yeah, we're yeah. doing our fucking job. Yeah. And they were being nice, whatever. And I sat there and there was a TV there. So I thought, okay. And I watched Oprah interview Jennifer Aniston. Shut the fuck up. Uh, yeah, because it was during the breakup, <laughs> right? Yeah. And it was, it was ridiculous. But I sat there and I was just like, wow, I can sit here for 10 hours. I've been on plane rides. This is fine. Yeah. I'm cool. Yeah. I'm cool. And finally he comes out and he's like, Alana, come on in. And we sat there and he said, are you in a movie that's called, are you in Meet the Fockers that's coming out? And I said, yeah. And he was like, yeah. He was like, you know, I, I want to tell you something. You're one of those faces where people say they know you. No one knows your name yet. He was like, but when people say it, they're like, oh, that was the girl from this, this, that, and the other. Right. He's like, we only like to bring in original people that have been just discovered by us. Right. He was like, so. Because you've done 30 movies at that point. I had done a lot of stuff. Yeah. So he said, it's, it would be very tricky to hire you. Do you understand? He was like, it would be. It wouldn't make sense if we, we brought you on SNL. He was like, we did that with Anthony Michael Hall, but he was also very huge. No, that's like, bullshit oh, that's because they did it with Keenan Thompson. They, yes. yes. Fuck yes, they and did. It, Fuck said, him. And he said yeah. it didn't like, work. It didn't work. He was it like, did, it didn't though, really, because Keenan's so still too. doing he, it. By the way, he, he holds the record now after this year. He, you know he is the longest tenured member of Saturday Night Live? This is why I think no, all these executives seasons. to me are bullshit mm. because they make up Bullshit. I, they yeah. do make up bullshit. They make up bullshit that doesn't make sense. And nobody I, ever is like, hey, that's stupid. I don't understand. I, I never, whatever. But then uh, then I, Kristen Wiig, who actually introduced herself right before I went into the audition, she was just like, oh, my boyfriend and I really love you. We saw you in the Brady Bunch movie. I was like, oh, thanks. I was like, Who, who's this skinny bitch? Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. I Fuck like Kristen Wiig. She's, she's Dude, not going to get this. And, not, and she ended up fucking, now she, she owns got the world. Now she, she can buy it. me. And then, uh, uh, yeah, exactly. And now, you know. but a, a mutual friend of ours, Edie Patterson, um, she's been up for it for years. She was friends with Kristen. She's friends with like her six best friends have all made SNL and she has not. And it's like, she's another one who's 
crazy talented. She's on Vice Principals now on uh, HBO. Thank God. Yeah. I just want to know that she's working. I know. I know. You know what I mean? I mean, and I that's just, the you way just, you feel where you're like, dude, I fuck man. And I, I had a feeling, you know, it wasn't going to, he was just like, but we'll think about it, Alana. And thank you so much. It was wonderful meeting you. That's a bullshit like, answer I though. I promise, man, yeah. I won't let you down if you hire me. And he was like, you know, at this point, he was just like, it's not about the Gilda Radners and the Chevy Chases anymore. It's about really catering to the celebrity of that yes Saturday. and now the show by the way if you watch it today is all celebrities so you have alec baldwin playing trump that's it um you have melissa mccarthy coming in and playing sean spicer yeah it's not about the cast anymore it's not about the cast and guess what it's, nobody watches it yeah everyone, uh, the, watches the, the, the everyone ratings, loves it yeah the, the ratings this year because of the, the politics have been high but, but the, still, you're watching they, it for the celebrities, not the cast. Yeah. Mm, it's, well it's not the way it was back in obviously back yeah. in the 80s uh you know um and and it's it's just it's just really wild because I, I started out as that kind of actor when I was like ten years old, and um, and then you know you you get thrown by the demands of the business and you end up you know it's it's the eighties and you do what you have to Five fucking years. do to get millennials you know, hired. don't watch. Saturday Night Live. Yeah. They yeah. watch YouTube. And yeah, they make watch, YouTube yeah. videos. Make YouTube yeah, videos. Yeah, yeah. No. Guess what? No. And then it's, fi- it's like, oh, who? It, it, <laughs> it, it does like, not no, pay. like, no, we like her. It's wild, man. It and does not now, pay. And now Vine is out of, is out uh, of business. They're out of business. It's so and weird. It's crazy. Right? It's crazy. So uh, how old were you when, you when you got started? Were you a child actress? I was, I was three years old and I told my mom I wanted to be on Romper Room. And my mom, back then, you know, when you have- My aunt was on Romper Room. Are you serious? Yeah. No way. She was on Romper Room and, uh, you, you know, you're on for like five days in a row. Yeah. Um, and my, my aunt was like, a, you know, one of the guests, one of the kids. Yeah. She had a dress on, couldn't keep it closed the whole time. And they were on camera. So my grandmother told her, she was like, you're going to have to close your legs to be on Romper Room. Five days straight, she just sat there on the show. It was shopping at the Gap. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> it just, that's good. I, you know, I, I went on and Miss Marisa, who's like the first Latina uh, hostess to be in the franchise of Romper Rooms, she looked at me and she went up to my mother and, of course, got even even like the, the hostess of Romper Room has an indie to do during her hiatus. Oh, yeah. Your, yeah. Daughter, your daughter and I look so much alike. Would she like to play my daughter in this indie movie called Los Alvarez that I'll be doing during my hiatus? Shut the fuck up. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I will. I'll I'll do it. And my mom looked at me and she was like, yeah, Alana, you want to do it? I was like, oh, yeah, mom, I want to do it. So we we drive up north and I'm in Los Alvarez and Henry Darrow, who was a big Mexican actor at the time, um, what played my father and Miss Marisa played my mom. And I just loved it. I loved getting up at like 5 a.m. with the chickens. And uh, getting all this attention. Going and being to sad. Everybody's Going catering to, to you. Yeah. Everyone's an adult. And I kind yeah. of felt like an adult. And, you know, my sister was 11 years older than me. My mom and dad waited for a long time to have me. So I was always around adults. And my mom looked at me when we were driving back. She was like, well, Lana, did you have fun? And I don't remember saying this, but my mom said that I said this. And I was like, mama, this is my life. I want to do this forever. <laughs> and she just thought, oh my God, what a funny little midget. And this is so stupid, but Christmas time comes around and we're at Stonewood Shopping Center in Downey and my mom um, basically sits me on Santa's lap and Santa usually says things really loud so you can hear what your kid wants. And I'm sitting on his lap and he's just like, what would you like for Christmas, Alana? I was like, I want a stage. And he was like, oh, a, a stage for Barbie? I was like, no, Santa, stage for me. I want <laughs> you want You want your own stage at this point. I wanted my own stage. And my mom 
thought it was so damn funny. She told my, my dad, and this is what's really funny about having immigrants for parents. My dad was Puerto Rican. My mother's Mexican. Yeah. So my dad was just like, okay, I'm going to American Home Shopping Center, and I'm going to get wood. And he built like a little mini stage for me. Wow. So um, with like- In the backyard? Yeah, it, it, for, in the garage. In the garage. So like funny little like like Christmas lights around the rim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he built a stage for me. So for Christmas, I got a stage from Santa. And I would like put, you know, little, little shows on every Friday night. Like I'd give little flyers out to my mom and dad and my sister. And bringers. And you were already doing bringer shows. I was already doing bringer shows, man. And yeah, it was, it was yeah, good fun. Like, that's way, a way dad go, right? right there. Yeah, my dad was really cool. And his best friend was a carpenter. So they basically built the stage together for me and they'd, they'd be the front. But my dad was a big gambler. And so he'd take me out to Las Vegas, <laughs> like just the two of us under his arms, and he'd be doing crap shoots. And whatever he won that night, he'd take me to a really great show. And we'd have our prime rib dinner, and we'd be watching Captain And back and in the day, a prime rib dinner that in Vegas? hardcore. That was the best. Was hardcore. That was as high as you could go. <laughs> as, as, you as, made as you could go, man. Dead serious. Yeah, prime yeah, rib. He'd be yeah. here with his like blue suede jacket on, just like living the life. And we'd get like huge seats to go see Captain and Tennille and Charo and like the Osmonds, <laughs> right? Yeah. And and I said, The Dad, Osmonds are still there. Donnie and Marie. They're still fucking. They're still fucking and they're still there. They're still fucking <laughs> and they're still there. God bless them. God bless them siblings. And so I my I, I think at one point my uh, I looked at my dad and I was just like, Dad, did they go pee? And he said, um, well, yeah, they go pee. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, they're real people. They have like careers and everything. They wake up in the morning and they rehearse and they do these things. And I said, wow. And I, I just remembered that I, I wanted to be the lights. I wanted to be the lights in the show. And I think that's so stupid and naive and crazy and weird. But I still want to be the lights. Yeah. In, in the fucking marquee or whatever. I, I never. It's hard to explain. But if you can carry you know the 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 fucking passion that you had as a little kid and you remind yourself why you decided to do it in the first place you'll always work because i always re remind myself i just i just wanted to be the fucking lights when i was a little kid i just no i, look, I know that sounds so it's, it's lame not actually. and gay it's, it's a true statement because you you come out here and you do you do a bunch of gigs yeah and then you get jaded by the a lot oh, of people get jaded oh. by the experience you and they so still jaded. don't get caught up in the magic of it yeah and I had somebody actually remind me on a set like after like I don't know thirteen or fourteen movies somebody came up to me and I had a shitty day like yeah. we all do and oh, I was yeah. just like I had yeah. a shitty day oh, God, somebody comes darkness. up to me and they go hey you should take one moment out of whatever how long the shoot is I don't know how many days you're on the shoot. And just look around and enjoy this moment. And remember from when you were a little kid how much you wanted to do this. Yeah. And it, it stuck with me. And I was like, all right. Every single movie afterwards, I've, I've taken one, one moment to stop by myself, breathe, look around, enjoy, take everything in. And I can tell you that one moment on every single movie ever since. No shit. Yes. And, and it's, it's totally true. So like. Uh, Ross, the, when did you know you wanted to do this? I was young. I, I was super young as well. You were a and kid. Uh, yeah, yeah. My, I wish we were neighbors. Oh I know. my god! We crushed. The, the sleepovers. We would have crushed. Oh, but dude! You, you like you take a movie we we worked on, Helen Keller versus Nightwolves. Yeah. The one moment that I enjoyed myself the most was there was a a tarp 
that was not properly oiled up for you to roll down. They had to throw some water on it. It was the last shot of the night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were supposed to get caught up in it and roll all the way down the hill. And it was miserable for you, miserable for everybody. It's crazy. You rolled down this thing, pitch dark. You're rolled up in this tarp. Um, everybody around you is dying laughing. You look up at me and you're soaked and you were like, am I done? And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. We're, <laughs> we're, we're done for the day. And like, I remember you were rolled up in all of this shit like a child. This is the shit that we did is like dress up and right. as kids where you're like, oh my God, we're, we're making a movie and, and you're, you're literally covered in tarp and rain. There's a fake wolf in front of you. Everybody's laughing, having a good time. There's car lights on because there wasn't enough lights. Yeah. Um, we're shooting with car lights super late at night. We've gone into overtime. <laughs> and I was like, that, that was the one moment from Keller where I was like, all right, we're still pretending. I'm still with all my best friends. You were friends with Jesse. You made friends with Jesse on oh, that yeah. shoot. Yeah. All of us were super close. And it was just one of those moments where like, Oh my god, it was really funny. Oh my god, no, dude. And this is this is what we do for life. And even though, look, none of us made shit off of that. I didn't, we don't get him in the movie away for free. We loved it. Like it was it was a fucking blast. And uh, Ross, you'll you'll always be that one kid on the block who has the best fucking video games and the best goddamn toys. <laughs> and people will just, uh, will just keep on going Joe's. to your birthday parties. I know. I you got the Jeffy Jin. One day you it'll... You got the best it, cake. I know. You well, got, one, you got the day, chips cake. I, uh, hopefully there'll be a budget behind it one day where it's like, all right, cool. Hey, Everybody call can them get all paid up, a, but we're not calling the fucking granola eaters. Yeah, 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 up yeah. here. Yeah. We're calling all of our friends. Yeah. No, you have to. It, there's there's no other to, way to do like, it. Because everybody asked me, like, we've done, I don't know, maybe six or seven movies together at this yeah. point. And everybody asked me, like, why do I hire the same people? Because they're they're great. I know what I'm getting, and yeah. I know you're going to knock it out of the park every single time. Well, you know what's wild about, it? and this is really funny. And they that, show that, up and supportive. Well, yes, and and something about something about Ross is he just you you you've got great fucking taste, and I think something there's something about I think it has everything to do with taste. Is that if you grew up watching Mel Blanks? I mean, you're you're Mel Blanks on Bass. Mel Brooks, yes. Yeah. Mel, sorry, Mel Brooks, yeah. Mel Blanks. Mel Blanks is uh, who's my hero. By he the way. is. He's oh dead. my god, he's dead. Yes, he is. R.I.P. But um, yes, R.I.P. Mel Blanks. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, I, I'll say. But no, you're you're Mel Brooks on on Basalt, and I I think uh, it, it's when you when you really find other people that that really do gravitate toward the same sense of humor and the same comedy and they they grew up watching the same things it's you're you're they're lifers man that's all that's all there is to it and uh and i love you I, god uh, damn it i look and i love you back and I, I look again i've been a huge fan for a long time Thanks, man. and uh you know you're so good because you look at some people and you're like man why the fuck aren't they the biggest movie stars on the planet with you, I know. God the bless you. I know. I've been almost famous like seventeen times. I know, <laughs> but with you, I, Fuck. I know the answer. With you, you're so good that you play characters and you are a chameleon in every single role that people can't remember that it was you. Like I didn't know until we we were good friends that you were the 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 maid in Meet the Fockers. Yeah. I didn't know that about like it, it's you were a totally different person uh, altogether. Um, I didn't know that that was the same girl from Waiting. Then I didn't know that it was the same girl from Legally Blonde. Like each one of your roles, you disappear in like a like a real actor, not just like oh, there's the same hot girl in all these fucking movies yeah, doing the yeah. same shit. I when I was 16 years old, I had um, I I was lucky enough to land this rollerblading movie, um, and Seth Green played my boyfriend. Grind? 
Yes. It, no. <laughs> no, Airborne. Airborne, Airborne. Airborne. Yeah, not Grime. With Come Jack on. Black when he was a little kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 We were all in Cincinnati together. And I fell in love with Seth Green. And he and I went out for like five years. And Seth Green? Yes. Get the I fuck learned, out of here. You're I learned kidding. so much from him. He was my teacher. He told me, don't ever do the same thing twice. Alana, don't ever do the same thing twice. Really? Yes. He was the person who- Did you ever do Robot Chicken? Uh, no, 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 no. I really? no. It was it was a very weird thing. What happened? My uh, my dad died, uh, very suddenly. It was it was a very tragic death. Um, we'll get into it one day when we're all wasted. But um, he uh, and I was with uh, I was with Seth. Yeah. And I became very depressed, and I was only nineteen. And I looked at him one day, and I said, "You didn't ask for this." And we kind of went off. And broke up. Yeah, went went your separate ways. Yeah, been very awkward. Every time we run into each other, it's like really. You know, I went a little crazy after my dad died, and it was a lot of people. But a lot of people do. Yeah, but you just yeah, and he but he was a little kid. He was twenty. Yeah, and and he didn't know how to deal with his girlfriend who had lost her dad. Was was but but nobody would at that age. By the way, it sounds like you kind of dealt with it as an adult. Like I had to. You didn't sign up for this. Yeah. I'm gonna be super fucked up, and this is you like. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to. You're see, gonna have to let I, yeah. me do that. Like I didn't want him like to see me go off. crazy. I didn't want him to see me go crazy. And so what? What? But the one thing that I did get for it, it was so crazy, wild that when we were little kids, he was such a character actor, and I learned so much from him. Everything I learned as a character actress, I think I became a character actress because of Seth Green. It really, really? Uh, absolutely. I just wanted to impress him. That's <laughs> so, really funny. Yeah, that's all I wanted to do. So I, I figured, well, if I become a character actor, I'll just impress him. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then, and then the sort of the, the trajectory of my life sort of went. It, it continued in that direction after we broke up. Yeah. And here I am. It's so crazy. Yeah, but I mean, I haven't seen him in years. He's, your he's your IMDb creditless is. Insanity. Well, it's it's pretty wild. What I when I did Sister Act two, Whoopi Goldberg told us, say yes to everything, everything you get offered. So out that, of those, that's, that's still the, the truth today. No, I always say out of those three hundred fucking things that I've done, I yeah. maybe got paid on like fifty of them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, don't yeah, yeah, let yeah. that fool you. I exactly. Just, it's all about <laughs> yeah, yeah, saying yeah. yes. Yeah. I had a friend of mine doing a USC film or an AFI film. Come along, you're, you're playing a hot dog vendor yeah. with two lines. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll show up because, you know, it, it's really, I love people. And so if you're going to, you better love fucking people when you do what you do. Because if you don't love people when you do what we do, yeah. you're fucked. Fucked. You're around so many different people from so many different journeys for 14 hours. 60, 60 a day. Where 60, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's 60 people that, you, that you're working with and you're going to sit down with them. You're having lunch with them. You're having breakfast and you're, you know, you're going through shit with them, whatever. And you're in really bad weather, what, what have you. But you've got to really love people to do what we do. You have to. There's no other way to, to get around it. You have to. If you hate people, you're fucked. Exactly. Yeah. So what would you say your first break was? Would you say it was Legally Blonde? Legally Blonde, definitely. I hadn't worked for a really long time. And, you know, I had like a little How old good, were you when you got Legally Blonde? When I was Legally Blonde, I was like 25, 26 okay. or something like that. And and we were all playing 18, which was really funny. Uh, hey, that was, he's done it. Yeah. So, I, I, so the I, movie that I was thinking of was Brink. But I've never heard of Airborne. Yeah. I got to go find Airborne. Airborne, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was go like Gleaming the Cube. For, oh, yeah. For, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jason... It, it was it was a Christian Slater. Christian Slater, yeah, 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 yeah. the cube. Let me, he, yeah. It was for no, no, it was for skateboarding. Um, 
What? Oh, um, I'm thinking Dogma. Jason. Oh, uh, oh you're Jason, Jason Lee. R- yes. Yeah. Wrong guy. No, Jason Lee was in Gleaming the Cube. He's a professional skateboarder. No Gleaming way. the Cube. It yeah, makes, but she was in Airborne. Sense. Yes. Yeah. It and that was sense, his man. first movie. He went from professional skateboarding to movies, and then he went movies. Oh, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But uh, so, so you get legally blunt. Yeah. Um, I, I, I ended up, this is really funny. I, uh, I hadn't worked in ages, and, um, and I find out that Reese Witherspoon, who I had done Freeway with years before, was, do, was the lead in Legally Blonde. And so I thought, well, she's pretty, she's pretty fucking short. Yeah. I'm short. Yeah. And if they need a best friend, I, um, I don't know anyone who's as short as I am. <laughs> so I, 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 I have a chance of booking this. So I walked in, and the girl who was running up against me was very tall. And I thought, well, that's going to be really hard to like set up the shots. Yeah. You know, with, with you know, three girlfriends walking arm in arm, it's going to be really hard. So um, I, I walk in, and they had already cast Margot, played by Jessica, Jessica Caulfield, and she was tiny. And I thought, oh, wait a second, this is really cool. So I met Jessica Caulfield, and every once in a while, you look at someone and you're like, oh, they're, they're kind of on my same wavelength. Yeah. I grabbed her, and I was like, listen, man, I haven't worked in ages. I need a fucking job. She was just like, I hear you, sweetie. Mirror my movements. Just mirror my movements, and, and we'll, we'll make it look like, like we, we didn't really come up with it. I was like, that's a really good idea. And I was like, oh, I like this girl. And so you guys became besties on that, we didn't you? We became besties. Yeah. She's now living in Ojai. She's got a beautiful little girl. I'm going to her kid's birthday party on Sunday. Yes, you are. Uh, yes, I am. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and so she and I mirrored each other's movements, and they really liked the way we looked together, and, and boom, I, I was hired. And we didn't think that Legally Blonde was going to be a big, huge hit the way it was. We just thought it'd be kind of a, a cute little you know movie that a bunch of kids would really like. But Jesus, we couldn't believe it. We were in shock. It, it sure. became... It became a big, huge hit overnight. You never know. Ever, 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 ever. Whatever you're doing, you never know if it's going to be a huge hit or not. How is how is Reese Witherspoon? She is probably one of the smartest, most intimidating people you will ever meet. Do you send her the photos of wreaths? Yeah. Oh. Of of do you text her those? Oh my god, I should. Yeah, I yeah, don't. Yeah, I yeah. don't have her. I don't have her number. Oh, I mean, yeah. she and I are well, such professional friends. Legally you know what blonde, I mean? Like my generation, that was huge. Oh, it was like huge, my sister but, but loved you've, it. You've got to meet her in person. Yeah, and, she's, and here's the like, thing: the camera doesn't do her justice. She's a beautiful fucking woman. Like it's kind of she kind of glows. She kind of has that Drew Barrymore thing going on where you meet her in person. You're like, damn, that bitch is fuckable. Yeah, like she is just. <laughs> gorgeous yeah and and very it's intimidating when you talk to her you you don't it's you know it's some people that are just so hot where you you don't it doesn't really sound like words are coming out of their mouth they sound like you're right you're right that did happen yeah you know what i mean people like that it's it's she's but but there's also that that's there's also those people that you work with that you're like, I'm not going to be your best friend. I'm not going to text you. We're probably not going to call. No, sure. Of course. And, and well, I'm it's sh- the celebrity thing. Yeah. When they're really, really famous, it's very hard to kind of go break through that wall. You don't want to bug them. You don't want to be that person that's just trying to be their friend because, you know, at, at that point in their career, they're, they probably are very untrustworthy of a lot of people around them. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm sure they have enough friends and enough family members that, you know, are close to them and all that fun yeah 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 uh jared by the way add jared um texting yeah. and Listen, my sister is a huge 
Legally Blonde fan. Are you kidding me? I'm yeah. sending her photos right now. We're gonna, like, can we crank call the, her right now? Oh, we will. Like okay. once we're done with the yeah, show, we'll, once we're done with the show. Facetiming my sister, for sure. She will die. Awesome. For sure. She will die. God, this is so. She just went to a Hanson concert last night. Like yeah, I asked you, you her, know I go, in town, I go, right? Be, be real. What do they look like? What now? was what was the crowd like? She goes, it was a bunch of thirty year old overweight women. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that is hilarious. That's, that's exactly it. Like, mm, bop. Yes. Yeah. That's handsome. That's oh, handsome. That's good. So you do legally blondes. All the they, they blow up. Yeah. And then and then what's what, what's next? Are you getting offers at this point? Not at all. I still audition. In fact, I went out on eight things since my kid, you know, has been born. I haven't booked shit, man. I, do, I is, still audition, man. You were the best there is, and that audition. is completely depressing to hear. No, are you kidding me? Everyone still has to audition now because Nicole Kidman is saying yes to TV. To TV, yeah. yeah. What kind of you know, bullshit J- is that, Jennifer man? Jennifer Aniston's doing TV. Oh, Listen, my God. I have, hunch, I have a hunch about Reese Jennifer Witherspoon's Aniston. doing TV. She's doing it's TV, It's so yeah. scary. I have a no. hunch about Jen. I've always had a hunch about Jennifer Aniston. She's What's got that? a dick. I think she's, uh, no, I think she smells. Really? No. That's the only explanation. I've smelled Jennifer Aniston. She doesn't smell. No. I'm, I'm nope. talking, oh, you know, she's delightful. I think she's I'm talking gotta be. Smells. She's delightful. Really? I'm talking oh, oh, smells. Oh, she's gotta smell. be heavenly, bro. Listen, no. Yeah. Because look at her relationship history. Something's off that we don't know about. Let you me know, tell you something. There are two kinds of guys. The ones that like pussy and the ones that don't. And I don't care if it smells or it doesn't. You go for it, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Still, I don't are, care if yeah. Jennifer like, Aniston's that, pussy that, smells. That is, that is completely true. If you're until like if you're your a man who likes pussy, doesn't time, matter. You're like, oh, you know, I can't do this. I've tried. Well, nothing. A like, little antibiotics can't take care of, no, right? No, I'm, I'm sure you're good you know, on that. I, I think hey. Jennifer Aniston was was the opposite. Where I think she wanted to be famous. And it, like her again, schedule all that shit. Well, her dad nightmare. was an actor. Yes, right. It's, it's a nightmare to deal with. And so, right. think about it this: if you and your husband had the same exact schedule, you wouldn't work. Yeah, because it's it's too much. Two people on that type of schedule, it's too much. So you you date about a Brad Pitt. Yeah. Uh, you're gone. When do they see each other? Fucking ten days out of the year. Yeah, it's 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 got to be much. a really weird relationship. And the um, guy she's with now, that Justin Throw, he is he's a good actor, and but he, he works you know yeah. here and there sparringly. But he's a great writer, so he's right. writing a lot of shit. He right. wrote Tropic Thunder and all that stuff. So, so he's like, home. Yeah, and that makes so sense. He's home, and they see each other, yes. and 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 they can hang. I get it. I get it. I I, I have a feeling she's a really cool chick. I used to go to uh, acting school with Angie Voigt at the time. Really? When she, yes, when she was uh, a little girl. Um, she was, she was like, going by Voight then. She was going by Voight, Angie Voight. And she had, you, you know, I, and I always say this really fun. When, you're, when your features are just a little too big for your, for your face yeah. when you're a little kid, at, right after puberty. But she really looked like that Muppet, like for sure, man. <laughs> she really looked like that one, right? Yeah. The blonde with like the really big lips and this like tiny little bubble butt. And she was, she was really cute and painfully shy. And, um, and it was just really wild that, you know, anyway. It's, it's funny. Amazing that she she became as she who she is. So wild. So so w- when did waiting come along? Was waiting far after Legally Blonde? Wait, yeah, f- waiting was far after <laughs> Legally Blonde. I had um, I, I you know it was just one of those one of those uh, uh, meetings where I found out that it was 
it it was um I didn't read the script, but I found out that it was it was like Days and Confused in a TGI Fridays, and I thought, oh, that's really fun. So it's very conversational. It's a talkie film. But it's that was indie. that was this one of cool. those ones though. You've you've told me a story about this where it was the pay to play. And they didn't think it was going to go. And then it was like, we For have Ryan to do Reynolds, this in 20 yeah. days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so like, Ryan. And it's like, go. Yeah. Throttle. And yeah. Ryan Reynolds Throttle. was attached yeah, for, sure. uh, yeah. for a while. He pushed it for Blade Trinity. Yeah. Um, Blade Trinity shoots. He comes back and does that. And they were like, great. We're going to shoot this whole fucking thing in like three weeks, right? Yeah. It yeah. Was, uh, Rob McKittrick and. Uh, Rob McKittrick. Yeah. Right. And, and, uh, and all those cats. But it I ended mean, up being a cult classic, like to the nth degree. It was so much fun. Yeah. Oh my God. It was so much did, fun. You did a sequel, right? We did a sequel. Yeah. We did a sequel. <laughs> oh my. We did a sequel. Did and McKittrick do the sequel or was that somebody else? McKittrick wrote the sequel and it was directed by Jeff Bayless. Ah, yeah. From Project Greenlight. From Project Greenlight. Yes. Greenlight, yes. Yeah. Greenlight. Ooh, the redhead yeah. from uh, yeah. Project Greenlight. That fro, man. Um, but you crushed in that. It was it was a lot of fun and, and it was it was really um it was just it was just so weird. I had seen uh, Paul Giamatti in American Splendor and I thought, oh, I'm gonna make the character after that guy. That this is good this is gonna be great. And um, and then I had seen Yosemite Sam. I always watch like a little cartoon character or something to kind of give me some sort of inspiration. I was like, if I got Yosemite Sam and Paul Giamatti's character in American Splendor and I was put them Paul together, Giamatti I'm going to make Naomi. in blank check? Was Paul Giamatti in blank? That's a good I question. I don't, I don't know. know. Gee, Jerry, sure. if you bring up Look the weirdest I'm, fucking honestly, movies. I don't know, but if he was in blank check, Here, then here's a fun, so I love you. Uh, Alana, um, here's a fun fact about yeah. Jared. He watches like the weirdest fucking movies that okay. nobody knows about. And oh, I was like, wow. oh, hey. Uh, do you know? So, uh, oh, it's it's the you remember all dogs go to heaven. Yeah, it's it's the grandfather and all dogs wow. go to heaven. Wow, and you're like, dude, come on, fuck off, bro. Are you kidding? So you watch all the movies. Miguel that, he watches you watch everything. The B sides of movies is who I thought uh, I was thinking of. Yeah, so. n- nowhere close. Same down. with earlier your call earlier, Jared. Like what? nowhere close on these people. Karen, Duff, Karen Duffy was in Blank Check. Oh, I, I fucking God love bless. that girl. I love Duffy. Yeah. Ross, if you could be anything else besides what you're doing right now, what would you be? Um, it cannot be anything that has anything to do with the in- entertainment uh, industry. In the in the entertainment yeah, industry. Yeah, what would you do? Um, I would be, somebody's asked me this before, I, I would be, I, I would originally said basketball, like I want to play basketball. Yeah. I was really good as a youth. Well, you're youth. tall as fuck. Well, yeah, and here's what happened is I got to ninth grade. Yeah. It's tall as fuck. It was dominating everybody. It was awesome. Nobody had told me like, hey, you're white and you can't jump. Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to play with these guys. Right. So I got I was in like the AAU, the traveling leagues, and then uh uh this this black kid um named Sharif Abdul Rahim, who ended up playing like ten years in the NBA. Jesus. Opening tip off. It's me and him versus the tip. He gets the tip. I backpedal down court to try to guard him. I look up. Um, and his dick and balls are hanging in my face. <laughs> That's He's fantastic. Hanging on the rim, he had just dunked over me, oh knocked God. me to the ground, <gasps> and I'm laying on the ground, and I just see a large set of black man's dick and balls. In wow! My face. And I'm no no lie, Alana. I went back because we were staying at uh, University of Georgia and their dorms. Right. And I went back to University of Georgia, and I I pulled out like an old notepad. Um, like the black and white composite, like fucking, you know, standard notepad you get. And I go, all right, basketball is out. What else are you great at? And I was like, I think I'm the funniest person ever. I think I I was like, 
this. All right, I'm going to try to do this. How do I do this? Stand up, movies, sh- start shooting stuff, all of that. Uh, and th- but the other option was I was I wrote a backup down of like, hey, if that doesn't work out and you don't make it, what what else are you interested in? Right. And uh, it was investment banking. I've always had wow. an, I've always had an interest in the stock market and how companies work, why they work, why they're um, you know right uh, financially huge or or not huge like um and that was that was my big thing so i i would i would definitely say that you 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 get off on stimulation it yes. has you have to, but have to be doing it's, something and really it's stimulation like the market where it's every day right so that way very similar to acting where right. you're, you're gonna get a yes or no at the end of the day if a stock is doing shitty that day or good that day Either way, you're going to be watching the numbers, waiting for something. Yes, it's a high. Yeah, it's a big rush. Like that is that is where like my transition made was, you know, with what we did from the military to yes. You're calling in bombs every day. You're from the military. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifteen years. Should have done my homework, man. Tell me Mm. about that. (laughs) Well, it was almost very similar to your um, Saturday Night Live story. Really? Yes. So. I went into the Air Force to be like I had signed in at 17 years old. My dad signed me in, and I was supposed to be a guy that loaded bombs on an airplane. I thought that was super gay. I was like, "We're we're at war. We were first year into the, into the Afghan war. I'm like, this is gay as shit. Like, I'm gonna go load bombs. This is super fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. Not taken away from everybody out there that is yeah, a yeah, bomb loader, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but to no, me, you, you like, want to be in the trenches. That was super gay. Um, so I get to basic training and they tell me like, oh, you could go to this briefing about this job the Air Force offers only when you're here. And then if you make it in, like they'll let you go. So we go to this meeting and these, this guy comes in like massive human just walks into the, to, to the classroom that we're all in. He's got army patches on an Air Force uniform. He's got all these school badges on his chest. You're just like, what the fuck? And he was like, let me tell you what my job is. I'm sitting in Iran. I'm looking at an airfield that doesn't look good. And I call the airplanes, and I'm shooting a laser right at their fucking aircraft and their their tower. He's like, and I guide those bombs in. And as soon as those bombs hit... I got 700 army dudes behind me that are about to fuck that airfield up. I was like, this sounds amazing. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jared. Yeah. Uh, simulation. I want that yeah. job. Yeah. So they give us this slip like, okay, if you want this job, you get to try out tomorrow. Here's your slip because you're in basic training. So you're on lockdown everywhere. But we get, he handed me the slip that got me away from normal shit to go try out for this. So I wake up the next morning. I drug four other people with me. Like, you have to try it. We're, we're doing this. We're all doing it. Like, we're going to go be this. And we all go to the tryouts. And I hand the slip to the TI. He lets us go. And uh, we get to the, the whole setup. Yeah. It's a PT test, smoke session, everything. But during the entire thing, like during the PT test, I'm doing a graded PT test. I'm like what kind of sights do we get on our guns? And they're like, you can ask those questions later. I was like, but do we get night vision? <laughs> and like, yeah. like, I'm just asking all these questions and shit. And they're like, what the fuck's wrong with you? So when we're running our run for the PT test, every lap I come around, I have another question for the instructors. 
And they're just like, oh, God, what is wrong with these guys? Yeah. So when we finish, they don't tell you that day. They say, all right, three weeks from now, on Thursday, you will know if you made, there was about 112 people that tried out. They go, we have three slots to the school. On Thursday, three weeks from now, you will know if you made it to the school. So I hid that slip that I had that got my get out of jail free card. And uh, went back, did three weeks of basic training. That day, that morning, I flash my slip like, hey, we got to go do TACP things. And I've got my other two guys that survived that whole thing with me. And uh, he, the, the instructor, the drill instructor, was just like, oh, yeah, go. So we walk to the personnel facility on the base, and it's 7 in the morning. Well, they're not open. So we wait for them to open. They open at 8. We go into the building, and the receptionist is like, hey, what are you guys doing? I was like, I flashed my thing. And I was like, oh, we're waiting for the TACP recruiters. So they're like, all right, cool. Have a seat. And we sit there. Until two o'clock in the afternoon. Oh shit! Eight in the morning. Same as Saturday Night Live. Yeah, that's what I'm You're saying. You're waiting there for fucking nine like, hours. Come yeah. on! I'm playing this game. <laughs> and uh, I'm in it now. Finally, <laughs> the receptionist is like, "Have they still not come?" I was like, "Yeah. Um, could you call them, maybe? Because I have no clue how to find these people or not. I just right. went to a place that was public." And she was like, yeah, let me get a number. So she leaves. She comes back. She calls. And she's on the phone right in front of us. She's like, no, you got three of them in here. I don't know why they're here. They've been here since 8 in the morning. So they had a meeting with you. Well, they're here. And then she hangs up the phone. And, and she's like, he's on his way. So this guy, his name is Sergeant Hayes, comes in. My God, my he heart's goes, beating like a rabbit. He yeah. goes, Taylor, what the fuck are you doing here right now? I go, Sergeant. I just really want to be a Tac P. I don't want to fucking load bombs on airplanes. I really want to do this. I, I needed to know from you if I made it or not. And this guy has a bunch of papers in his hand. And he goes, yeah, you made it. And he points to me. He goes, but those two didn't. And then he looks at him. And he goes, but I don't have to find these two guys now. Come on, let's get you some new paperwork. Wow. And wow. now these two oh, dudes. <laughs> wow. I lied my ass off to the military wow. and got what I wanted and then got a guy that is retiring this year Balls. as a TAC P, as a great. one Charlie Balls. Four yeah. that oh, would have never God. been one if I wasn't being a shady fucker. Oh, <laughs> I think wow. that's a beautiful story, The other man. guy failed <laughs> while he was Damn. in school because he, he injured his knee. So, so it was me and the other guy, but he got the contract because... The dude showed up. He was like, "Well, no, I don't gotta find these fucks." <laughs> like, oh my you're god! Here. I, oh my god! God, crazy! <laughs> oh god, what a great so story! So when you're what a telling, great story, when you're telling me you're Saturday Night Live, I'm like, "Oh, I've done that." Oh yeah. no, you! Well, I've, I've waited for nine hours. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, you know, you you all you know that feeling, and <clears throat> I just thought to myself, "Oh my god, well, if uh, what what if there's at, a hidden camera and they're testing for me, me though?" Every military selection. Like every big military selection, they play these games with you. They'll tell you after you try out the first time, ah, you know, that was great, but not what we're looking for. That's a code. So you're, 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 Come I mean, back. you're, you're the same as Hollywood. Like you're, you're in the same. But that's, that's the thing is they'll, they'll say these things like, 
eh, no, like they're going to see if you're going to come back and give the same effort the next time. Like that's most of Delta. Like your first sure like throw it. Yeah. Well, I think they don't select you. Human nature, we're we're obsessed with rejection. We are obsessed with rejection. Perfect proof of character. Yes. Somebody that is not putting ego in their way. It's like, oh, cool. Well, you know what? This is what I want to do. So I'll come here nine times. No, 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 no. no. You you leave your ego at the door. It doesn't matter. No. Bye. And that's what proves to these people. Okay, that's the guy we want. The one that's like, oh, you guys didn't want me this time. Fuck it. I'll come back next time. Right. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. For yeah. sure. God damn it. I, and it's one of those things where I think if you want to be successful in this life, you have to accept that there's a ton of rejection all the time. Yeah. And sit in a fucking lobby for nine hours yeah. and wait it out. Absolutely. And try to do it. Sometimes you have to. Rejection I, I is God's protection. I, oh, God. Oh. God. Yeah, you, right. uh, Magnum. <laughs> Magnum is God's protection. Like that's, exactly. A Magnum condom is, is God's. <laughs> God's protection. That's for damn sure. Um, but wow. you, you look, you've done some uh, like awesome, awesome shit yeah. in your career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was it? What was it like working with Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp is uh, 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 very thin. He's, I think he's vegan. Um, he was, I mean, he. Tiny man. Tiny guy. Yeah. Dainty. And uh, very dainty. A lot of them are. All of them are. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really interesting when you meet them in person. You're just like, Jesus Christ, what a little shit! I can't believe it. He's tiny. He's a tiny little guy. Yeah, tiny. No bigger than a minute. He'll get up on stage and play with like Marilyn Manson and shit. No, he's like an insect. He's yeah. He's he's, just he's like an insect in flannel. My friend and, was in uh, all the Pirates of the Caribbean. Really? And he was like, Oh, dude, Johnny's fucking little. Yeah, he's like Perry yeah. Farrell. He's like, they're they're very rock and roll. I mean, especially with the, and and he's uh he was such a such a sweetheart and he just he was like one of the crew guys. I mean, every once in a while you meet. An actor is just like, oh wow, they, they could be a gaffer or a dolly grip, and and you know, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, they're crazy. Cool. They're, they're they hang, you know, they're, they're they good hang. at hanging. They're good at hanging. That's what I've heard too. He'll yeah. hang. Yeah, he'll he's he's, yeah. he's he'll, wine yeah. drinking smoking. with the with the crew and everything. Yeah, like, no, he he's sits and has lunch with everyone. And he's he's just cool. Yeah, but that's cool. that's courtesy. It should be. Yeah. It should be, but it's like, not though. It's but, not. But that's yeah. how we were on our yeah, on that's our how, like uh, most most people. That was put, the biggest thing I heard from the. Wait, why are you talking to me? Because you're working on our movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and, appreciate yeah. it. But yeah, and, and I, you're working hard. Like you're sweating right now. Right. Like, yeah. You're working hard. We like that. Thank you. Right. And I think there's also a side of a celebrity that thinks, oh well, I'll probably make them feel uncomfortable if I do sit down at the table, and and then they'll be watching their p's and q's and all that bullshit. You know. So there, there. It, it's it's very. It's like a double edged sword. It's weird. I don't know. It's interesting. After all the things you've done in your career, is there there one dream role that you're like, dude, I would love to fucking do this? I've always wanted to work with, uh, God, I've always wanted to work with Tim Roth. Um, Really? Tim Roth? Tim Roth, of all all people. I like that. That's an odd choice. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, uh, Richard E. Grant, um, uh, Hank Azaria. Um, Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria is no my hero, shit. man. I think he is. He's he's, just he's my another hero. one who's a big voice actor. Yeah, and he's just so fun. Um, I you know I I I I'd love to I'd love to work with John Turturro. Um, John Turturro would be badass, man. Yeah, I, I mean it, it'd be a lot of fun. Uh, is there anybody you'd like to play in like a biopic or anything? Oh my god, a biopic. Um. Meredith Brooks. Shh. Carmen Miranda, I, I think, would be a lot of fun. I'd obviously have to wear a prosthetic nose. 
Um, Meredith Brooks. You could you could totally pull off Meredith Brooks. Meredith, why not? I'll, why, I'll take why not? It. I'll take it. <laughs> but hey, I mean, you know, a, a biopic. I, I mean, a, anything for God's sakes. But biopics are so hard, man. They oh, are. My God. But you're pressure, you're great at slipping into every character imaginable. Like I asked you to do a prostitute voice, and you did an old black woman. Um, yeah. I and I, I have a new book yeah, coming yeah. out with Harriet Tubman. I, I want you to play the old black one. woman in, in it. I can't wait. Can you can you do the the black woman for us? Yes, I can. Yeah, I remember Teddy when um, he came across from me when we was doing this porno together, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I yeah I did I did, and and he came up to me and he was just like I want to be your man, and I said I. I'll be your woman. <laughs> and after a while, he started stalking me because I just knows not. Is, I, isn't that crazy? I, I think what every. Fuck oh, you dude. know what it is? What? I think everybody wants to be black. Yes. Because they're, they're, they're the coolest motherfuckers in the world. Yeah. yeah. Everyone wants to be black. Let yeah. me tell you something. They are because they're the fucking coolest people in the world. Why do you think the Brits are so are the best with music? Why do you think the Brits? Why do you think the Beatles exist? You know why the Beatles exist? Because their mom and dad said it was okay for them to listen to the rhythm and blues albums yeah. from America. Yep. Okay. And you follow my Instagram. I do Freeman Friday, Morgan Freeman. Oh. I've I've always wanted to be because Morgan they have Freeman. because the I, I'm not stereotyping. They are born with fucking great soul. They soul. wear their soul, soul, yeah. soul. on their shoulders yeah. like a badge of fucking honor, and yeah. it's just it's so intimidating. It's so goddamn intimidating. Yeah, yeah that's I mean, your it's, and they're boy. good at everything they fucking do artistically. Artistically, everything, absolutely. everything they put they their try. hands on. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It so, is what it is, man. So, so after uh, girlfriend's guided divorce, it's over. Yeah. Now, where do you, where do you, what are you working on now? Where well, are you going now? After girlfriend's guided divorce is over, and now I'm pitching the show that that you and I have uh, kind of you know figured out Absolutely. here. That's going on, and uh, Coco is a Pixar movie that I'm in, and I play a very important part in this Pixar film that's coming out. You uh, know they'll get a sequel. During Thanksgiving. Oh, God. You I know it'll so. get a sequel. Wouldn't that be nice? Oh, Wouldn't that be amazing? Boy. Oh, my God. That'd be really cool. Boy. Uh, up for a couple of things. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Blah, blah, blah. But it's it's just, it's always, it's always a, uh, it's always a struggle, man. It and really I, and uphill, I, and it I have a 10 week old at home. I know. And, and, it's, and it's really here's wild. Here's the thing. For somebody as talented as you to hear it's an up, it's, it's always a struggle. Oh, I've clawed my way to getting little like, things Like, so depressed. Here, like, uh, yeah. Uh, you have know you what? ever worked with John DiMaggio, by the way? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, we did Pound Puppies together. Johnny D is one of my friends. I love uh, him so much. Great, I love him violently. Great, great voice actor. Oh, really, really he, funny. He's great, just, great guy. The talent in his fucking pinky. Yeah. It's just insane. Yeah. It's ins- and he's just and he's just so up your Kirstie he, Alley. He did a movie, by he's, the way, about voice actors. I don't know if you saw yeah, it. I, I'm I in know it. this I'm voice. In it. Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. I, I was in it. Yeah. But did you actually ever see it? Like the finished product? Uh, we did, yeah. There okay, was, good. There was a good. yeah, there was a um uh premiere at the Egyptian Theater. Yes. Uh, Royal Corner, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. love John DiMaggio. He's so much fun. What a hang, man. Same. I've I've been what friends with hang. him for fuck fifteen years. Uh oh. great guy. Uh, arguably the best voice actor in the bits. He plays Bender on Futurama. Um, he can do anything. Anything. He's like Mel Blanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He really he, is. He's yeah. he's right up there. He, he really is. How's he doing now? Does he have a kid yet? With- he's married. I don't think he has a kid yet. Oh, okay. Um, but he just got married and like he yeah. enjoys life. There's nobody who enjoys life like that guy. Like, oh my god. Because 
a lot of people, you know, you make money and you're afraid to spend it to do things like he'll go to Amsterdam every year. He'll go to trips uh, with his wife. Like, you know, we still we still stay in touch on Instagram. Yeah, and, he's cool. And, he's a in real really life. Cool and cat, uh, yeah, he called me about a director the other day and was like, "What do you think about this guy? Do you hate this guy?" And I was like, "I fucking hate this guy." And he yeah, was like, oh, yeah, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's good. He's um, so good. But he's awesome. No, no, I really and uh, you've got yeah, a ten cool. week old now. What's that? How has that changed your life? I have a what? A, a ten, 10 week, week old. old oh yeah. my god, it's crazy. I um, we froze you had embryos. A baby ten. I did. Weeks as, ago. as I said, I'm forty two. So thin. No. We we froze embryos. We have like five kids on ice, and then I got pregnant like a month later naturally, which is so weird. Really? Yes, we had sex on October twenty seventh. Two thousand last year, <laughs> I swear to God, because you know I was I was back and forth from 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 Vancouver, and so we you know our our love life was kind of going boot, yeah, and so we did have sex on October twenty seventh. I swear to God, four weeks later, I'm like, wow, why do my boobs hurt when I wake up in the morning and my why period? Why am I is, all upset? Is, why am I? Yeah, this yeah. Is really weird. And um and so what happens? Lo and behold, I I pee on a stick, and it was like you know I'm in Canada, so it was like uh, um you know under yeah, this man enchanté. So I was like, I think that means I'm pregnant, and I was uh and that was it. I was I was pregnant throughout the whole uh, last season of Girlfriend's Guide, and it was one of the loneliest experiences I've ever had. I don't think I'll get pregnant again. It was a very lonely, really? isolating experience. Yeah, for me it was. I think a lot of women are like, oh, I loved, I loved being pregnant. It was so yeah, fun. Yeah, I yeah. It doesn't sound. No, like I eat a lot of Jack in a Box, and I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, I. Yeah. I don't want to be pregnant. I just, I, I felt really alone. It was a really a solitary experience because I, no one else around me was pregnant, and I just felt sort of, I, I was all by myself in this whole thing, and I felt like a building under construction. It was, it was sort of like, oh, okay, so this is what women do over and over again. Yeah. Oh my no. God. And uh, having a vaginal birth was probably one of the scariest things I've ever done. It, it was the scariest you thing I've ever done. You have a small frame. Life. Yes. That very is small. not a good, very you small frame. You should have no, I, I, had dude, someone else do this for you. This, I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. What's really weird is I was like, I can't believe, like I would look in the mirror with my vagina like open and I'd be like, I can't believe a child is going to come out of this. No. How is he going to come out? I don't understand. Where are you sitting when you're looking in the mirror like that? Well, just, I, like, I'm, <laughs> well, we have like this full frame. Full frame mirror, yeah. Mirror. Yeah. This closet and I would like open up my legs and like look in the mirror and saying, how is this going to happen? <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> and by the way, when you're in labor, all of a sudden you feel your pelvic bones start to open. Like as the hours go by, you're oh, like, oh my God, God. This, this is actually happening. This is actually, I can actually do this. This is actually happening. It's mm. the weirdest thing in the world. Did you take uh, the epidural? I, oh my God, did yeah. I ever. Yeah. I'm like, listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. give me the menu. Exactly. I want drugs. I'm 100%, not a martyr. Yeah. The it people was, that don't, I'm just oh, like, man, come oh on. Oh my God. Come on. Why? Are you kidding come on. me? Yeah. No, I had never even broken a finger before. So I didn't know what my pain threshold was. And then finally, it's like the second hour of me being in labor. I was like, oh, my God, give me the drugs. Are you kidding me? This is yeah. insane. And, <laughs> fuck uh, this. Yeah, it, was, it was fuck that. It was crazy. Oh, my God. Well, Been look, through it three times. Slept through it three times. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Now, just a quick nap. Are you kidding me? Jared's the father of the year. I love that. Father love of the that. year. <laughs> Treats his kids like lizards. Um, and it's nice. It's so damn cool. So you won't, you're not going to have another one? I don't think so, man. No, I mean, unless no. you'll have it for me, because yeah. boy. I mean, look, I, I I could do it rectally, obviously, but oh god, um, I mean, do it. <laughs> it's 
it's you know, but insane. no, you got one. That's fine. That's enough. I've got one. Yeah, that's it's, enough. I, I've never. You've never known exhaustion like you do when you have a kid. It is yeah. wild, man. It is insane. Those first those first uh, four months. Oh my god, yeah. I'm on. I'm on uh, month three, and it, it. But the one thing that's so wild is that you wake up in the morning, and you're like, wow. You know, I've never met any human being where I'd be like, oh, I'll take. A, I'll step in front of a train for this person. This is yeah. really wild. Same. But you get the flip soon. Yeah. Where it's like they'll just start sleeping. Oh and you're like, god. oh my god. This is wow. great. This is, yeah. I remember this now. Wow. I remember this now. Wow. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know who I am right now. It's my yeah. brain is oatmeal. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. No, it, it'll all come back and it's a blast. And like I like I personally love it. We were talking about it before. God, I hope before so. Before we yeah. came on. And you, you uh, have like the most beautiful Aryan baby. I know. He's Hitler's dream. He's Hitler's dream. Blonde hair, blue really eyes. Is. When you look at him, you're like, oh, that's what he was trying to achieve. That's why. That's what that's what Hitler was trying to achieve. That's what's going on. Yeah, and you're like, all right, cool. He's gonna oh, have so a sweet this life. This is what it was all about. Yeah. But, but I look at him and I'm like, man, god damn it, you're gonna have the best life. Like, like congratulations. I know. Yeah. You oh won the god. life he's, lottery. He's, lo- life lottery. Yeah, he I won mean, the gene jackpot that be kid. Hot. Really did. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to go to a good school. Absolutely. <laughs> like a super good school. I really started liking mine when they started liking riding motorized vehicles. Really? Yeah. Jared wants yeah. his kids to be like like moto sports, oh, like so X Games stars. Yeah. That's I need so to do backflips. Whereas mine, like I can already tell he's going to be like making videos and fucking like a social media superstar. Really? That type of thing where it's like he likes to watch himself in videos and shit. And you're like, all right, cool. I see all right. This is going. All right. Yeah, cool. I see, where where, I, like, I see where this is headed. Show me riding the dirt bike again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there it is. Keep going. You need to do a better job. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. That's so good. I don't yeah. know what my, I, I think my kid looks like Mark Anthony. He looks nothing like my husband. He looks he nothing could, like he me. He could be a pop star, a Latin pop star. He could be a pop star. He could be a Latin pop star. A Latin <laughs> fucking no pop star. No idea. Ooh. Whatever. Uh, he's very textbook. There is. I mean, it's, he's not colicky. Thank God. Oh my God. Was yours? No, uh, no, no. Oh, no see, see, he was good. He was Dang. good. Yeah. Three, like three months in, youngest? you're good. Yeah, happiest baby in the world. Oh like my god, you're yeah. lucky. She doesn't give a shit. Woo! Like, yeah. She's like a little potted plant, right? Yeah, just smiles. Oh, so good. A little plant. It's so and likes good. To hold food, twenty four hours a day. She's mine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. Jer- you'll never so meet good. somebody holding food uh, better than Jared. <laughs> um, so good. Well, listen, we. Hey, I love you to death. You're my favorite on the planet, and I appreciate you I stopping love you by. Too, man. I know you want to get back to, to home to your child. I want to go to In and Out first, and yeah, then I'll go back exactly, to and then go back to your home, your child, <laughs> yeah. and everything. Alana Ubach, uh, one of the finest actresses we've we've ever had. Oh, thanks, man. In I love our you. generation, and uh, grateful to have you on the show. Thank you for doing it. Glad to be here, man. Thank you so much. We love you. I love you.